the third meaning, the deepest meaning of Ain't my beloved, is that my whole being is about connection to my beloved. Not just that I must serve my beloved, not just that I must serve my beloved because I love my beloved, but the real deepest meaning of Ain't my beloved means my whole being is about connection to my beloved. That's what I'm about. This this insight gives us um, understanding of why there's such an emphasis on eating good food on Rosh Hashanah and why there's such an emphasis on praying for our physical needs on Rosh Hashanah. Because Rosh Hashanah is about acceptance of the yoke of Hashem in a perfect way, the perfect way meaning that I am totally to my beloved, there's nothing else in me other than my beloved, all I'm about is connection to my beloved, then my physical needs are part of what my beloved wants. It's not, I don't look at this as something which um, presents friction with my relationship to Hashem. On the contrary, God wants me to live in this world and, and be healthy and to have all that I need so that, so that I could do what Hashem wants me to do. So asking for my physical needs and uh, celebrating with eating good meat and good wine uh, on Rosh Hashanah isn't a contradiction to the acceptance of the yoke of Hashem. The contrary, expresses how the deep the connection is that there's nothing in my life which isn't part of the service of Hashem. So that I don't see that my service of Hashem is about doing spiritual things, and there's my own things which are not connected to the service of Hashem. Rather, I, I feel that all that I'm about, whatever is going on in me, is is um, is about my beloved. And therefore, why should the physical things in my life be any different? That's what we learned yesterday. Um... There is another, um, it, it seems a little, it's, it's a, it never puts in a parenthesis, but it's a world in itself. Um, the purpose of Hashem's inspiration to us in the month of El is in order that we should serve Hashem with our own power. I should come to my beloved. And in general, whenever there is a, a, uh, a, um, something which has two elements in it. There's there's God's input and there is our artificial input, what we put in with our own strength. The important factor, the important thing really is what we do. Because it says in the Torah, God desires the work of your hands. God desires what we do. So the, um, the although we're talking about this very high level of the service of Hashem where I'm totally, totally devoted to my beloved, the emphasis is that we're doing this ourselves. And then there's a response of God, my beloved comes to me, but this is something that we're doing ourselves. So on this note of, of our efforts coming close to Hashem, there brings this fascinating um, uh, explanation of a Mishnah. Mishnah says that on Friday before sundown, God created, or after sundown, God created ten things. And then the Mishnah brings another opinion and says there's, that there's one more, according to some opinions. What's the, what's the last one? The last opinion, the, the last thing that Hashem made, according to another opinion, is Hashem made tongues, metal tongues. How can you make tongues? In order to make tongues, you need to have the first set of tongues. So God made the first set of tongues. And with the first set of tongues, we were able to make other tongues. Human beings can make tongues to, to uh, create things in metal, um, made out of metal, because God made the first set. So the language of the Mishnah is, and also tongues are made with tongues. The Misha could have just said, God also made tongues. 
Why does the Mishnah speak at such length and say, and tongs too are made with tongs? What's the emphasis there? The emphasis is, there's two, the Mishnah discusses two kinds of tongs. There's the man-made tongs that we make with the ones that God made. God made the first set of tongs, but the, the emphasis is, is that when God gives us something, it's not for the purpose of, the, the focus isn't the gift that he gives us, the focus is what we do with it. So the, um, the mission is hinting that whenever God gives us something, the purpose of God's gift is what we do with it. And even tongues, tongues are made with tongues. When God gives us the first set of tongues, what's the purpose of that? The purpose of that is to make the, set, the second set of tongues. The, um, the other opinion in the Mishnah, which doesn't count tongues, is one of the ten things that God made, even though God made it, because otherwise how could we have made tongues? The other opinion isn't that God didn't make it. The other opinion is, why call that a creation of God? It's not really, its whole purpose is to create what we do with it. But the, first, the other opinion is that we, we, we count it as one of the things that God made, but also they agree that it's not a regular creation. It's a creation that God is giving us so that we can do something. And so to whenever there is inspiration from on high, the goal and the focus isn't the inspiration from on high. The, inspiration, the goal is what we do with that. And uh, why is it specifically with tongues of all things? Why is tongues the thing that expresses, that, that, that it represents how everything that God gives us is, is, is the focus is what we do with it. The reason is because what's a tongue? A tongue is something which isn't about itself. A tongue is about what creating another vessel. A tongue isn't something that has any intrinsic value. A tongue is about what you do with the tongue, about creating another vessel. And since the role of the tongue is to create another vessel, so that represents how when God gives us a situation where we're in this world, we're connected to this world, and God is and God is giving us all these tools. He's giving us the possibility and the and the and the power to to uh, serve Hashem. What's the purpose of this? The purpose of it is what we do with it. The tongue is to make another tongue. Our connect whatever God gives us. It's it's not about what He gives us. Hashem's goal in giving us something is that we should do something with it. So the month of Elul, talk we just discussed really high levels of the service of Hashem. The focus is something that Hashem wants us to do ourselves. Anila Devi, I should come to my beloved. Okay, so uh, continuing on this theme of I am to my beloved in the highest way where my whole being belongs to my beloved and the other two levels that we learned about that I must serve my beloved and must serve my beloved with, with love, the Rebbe then explains how this is all connected to the opening verse of the Torah in Parsha Sur A. Look, I give you today a blessing. We learned last week that God uses the word I um, at the beginning of the Torah with the word that God uses for I is Anochi. Anochi is an usual word, and it, it denotes the essence of Hashem. So that same word is used in the opening verse of Parshas Re. God says, look, I, Anochi, am giving you today a blessing. So this, this um, um, verse is talking about, as we went last week, the giving of the Torah. Every day, God gives us, we're supposed to look at the Torah as if it's brand new. And God says to us, I give you this today. What is he giving us today? Just like when God gave us the Torah, God took his light and embedded it and engraved it in every Jew's soul. Um, so too, this happens every day. Every day we're supposed to look at the event of giving the Torah as something which is brand new. And the Torah says about the giving of the Torah, 
which that's what the first verse of Parshish Re is about, the giving of the Torah. Look, I give you today. I am talking to you. I'm in, I'm revealing myself to you. I'm connecting myself with you. What does Hashem say about that event, the giving of the Torah? Then what's the next line of the Torah? That you should listen. That verse, that you should listen, represents how when we got the Torah, we said to God, we will do before we understand. Not just about listening with our ears, it's about total devotion to Hashem, about obedience. So we have the idea of I am to my beloved in the first layer, in the words of the Torah, that you will listen, that you will obey. I am to my beloved, I will serve my beloved. Then the verse continues and says, I give you today, what do I give you today? A blessing and a curse. Blessing represents positive. Curse represents negative. That means what the, the, the Torah is talking about, how do we serve our beloved? We serve our beloved with the three areas that are the acronym of the word Elul, for, with Torah, with prayer and kindness. So the words blessing and curse are connected to uh, are connected to the two arenas that we serve God, positive and negative, but more in a broader sense, in all the practical things that we do, Torah, prayer and kindness. So that's what the first part of the verse is saying. It's talking about the first layer, I am to my beloved. But then the, the verse says, I give this to before you today. Lefnechem, before you. Before you doesn't only mean before you. The word before you also means in your inside. The, the, the root of the word before you, lifnechem, is panai. Panai means face, and panai also means the inside. Which means it shouldn't just be, Hashem is telling us, that this is something you're doing externally, just with your hands and feet and your mouth. This is, should be something which is inside you. This is connected to the fourth acronym of Elul. The second layer of Miladeg, the fourth acronym of Elul is the idea of Teshuvah. That whatever you do should be with this feeling of, I want to be closer to Hashem. I want to come home to myself, come home to Hashem. I should feel at home with whatever I'm doing and feel, this is me. Not just because I have to do this, but this is who I am. This is what I want to do. When I learn Torah and I do mitzvahs and I pray, I'm coming closer to who I am. This is something which is inside me. And I'm coming closer to, to Hashem. and coming home to, to my Father in Heaven. So lifnecha means to your innermost self. Lifnecha means that you're not just doing it. You're not, not just your listen. That you shall listen. You should obey. Lifnecha means that it's something which is in your innermost self. That's the idea of teshuva, and that's the idea of I am to my beloved. Not just because I have to. I'm serving my beloved because I love my beloved. And then the verse has another word there, which is connected to the fifth acronym of the word Elul, the third layer of I am to my beloved. The fifth acronym, again, is the idea of redemption, which we learned redemption means that there's no sense of, of, of separation at all from Hashem. Rather, I am, not just I serve my beloved, but my whole being is about connection to my beloved. That's redemption. That my, that my whole existence is redeemed, and there's no limitation in it because it's part and parcel and it's connected with Hashem. And that is alluded to by the word anoichi, the word that means God's essence, which also means the essence of ourselves. So God's essence reveals itself in our essence and gives us this ability to uh, to totally be one with Him. With the third layer of Anilodeity that I am totally my beloved. Okay. So um, the Rebbe then goes on at the conclusion of Fabrengen and explains how this theme isn't just associated with the month of Elul, but it's also associated with the 15th of Av. The 15th of Av is the day when the nights start to get longer. 
And the Torah says that from that day and on, we're supposed to add on in Torah study. And if we do, Hashem will add life to our life. If we add on in Torah study from the 15th of Av and on, Talmud says God will add, add life to our life. So why? So all of these things we're talking about, the three areas that we must serve God in, Torah, prayer, and kindness, and the fourth idea, the idea of tshuva, the idea of enjoying and having pleasure for, for, uh, in our service of Hashem. And the fifth layer, the idea of redemption, that all, that our whole being is our beloved, that is all connected to the 15th of Av. Why? It's amazing. Lebe says that the... When you're when you're just in the sense of serving Hashem because with a sense of obedience, so then you don't try to like increase what you're doing. You're just trying to show up and just like like get things done. But when you enjoy what you're doing, when you have a sense of I am to my beloved, so then you try to do more and more. So the fact that the Torah tells us to add on in Torah from the fifteenth of Av because nights are getting longer, and the nights keep on getting longer. Nights are getting longer and longer and longer throughout Elul, throughout Tishrei, and then in the coming month. So, therefore, the Torah is telling us to consistently add and add on in our service of Hashem, which doesn't just mean, in other words, not just to add on in Torah, but the theme of adding on in Torah from 15 to up and on is the theme of I am to my beloved, that I'm not just doing things because I have to, but I'm doing things because I love my beloved, which is connected to the heart. The heart is always in a, in a state of movement. The, start is, the heart is always contracting and, uh, and, and expanding. So the blood is always moving, back, moving out of the heart and back into the heart. <clears throat> so that, and from the heart, the life of a person is given. The soul rests in the blood of the person. So the, the idea of the heart pumping blood to the body, the constant movement of Ratsi Vashuv, of expansion and contraction, um, indicates that our service of Hashem is with, with vitality, with excitement, with movement. Why is there movement? Movement it, it represents how there is heart in what we're doing. So the, um, the, the theme of adding on in Torah is connected to the theme of serving Hashem with love. And therefore, you're not just trying to you know, dot your I's and cross your T's. Oh, did I do it? Am I done? Am I going to check all my boxes? But Anil means that I'm doing things with love. So this brings us to a big question. It's too bad Zev checked out for this question. This is a Zev kind of question. Zev asks, if the 15th of on is a time of adding and adding and adding, going higher and higher and higher in the service of Hashem, so then, and with the Jewish people, are the people that count their calendar according to the moon, why is the moon getting smaller? If we're supposed to, if the whole theme of the 15th of Avon is the time when we begin preparing for the new year, this new deeper connection to Hashem, with excitement, with tshuva. And go, so then why, we, why is the moon getting smaller? If we're adding, the moon shouldn't get smaller. The answer is, is that when we, what's getting smaller? The moon is actually getting closer to the sun, but the, moon's, the moon is, um, the moon is getting smaller presents that with all of our additions in the service of Hashem, it shouldn't bring us to the sense of arrogance. Like this soundtrack people have sometimes when they do something special, they have the soundtrack they could see playing in their minds while they're doing something. 
I did a mitzvah. I did a mitzvah. Look at me. Yeah. You know, so the, 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 the meaning of the addition, the moon getting smaller means that as I'm getting closer to Hashem, there's less and less of a sense of ego. Until we reach the end of the month, when the moon is completely disappears, um, as it says in the uh, Haftorah, that we just read this past Shabbos, in the first day of Rosh Chodesh El, we read the words how um, King David was told by uh, Jonathan, by Yonatan, he said to him, your place will be remembered because it will be empty. You'll, because you, your, your seat at, at the royal table will be empty, therefore you'll be remember, remembered. That is connected also to the day of Rosh Chodesh, when the moon is completely hidden, and because the moon is completely hidden, therefore it, there is a renewal in the attachment of the... Um, uh, the, the moon becoming become completely hidden means that the person is, has reached a state of total self-abnegation, but this causes a renewal in in our connection to Hashem on Rosh Chodesh, where we reach a state of Anilo that my whole being is about my beloved. So, the so therefore we see in the from fifteenth of Avanah not just this idea of of um, of excitement and therefore this movement and you're serving Hashem higher and higher every day because you love what you're doing. We also see in fifteenth of Av the idea of redemption. There is less and less of a sense of self because yourself. Not in a way that, that you're 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 losing your identity, but the opposite that, that you are identifying more with your closest to Hashem than with 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 your ego, and so that your persona is becoming more and more identified with my beloved, with with your connection to Hashem. You, you, your your moon is getting smaller because you're getting closer and closer with Hashem. It's not that you're 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 losing your uh, um, identity; it's that you're identifying with your closest with Hashem. So that's the that's the fifth acronym of the word Elul, and the third layer of an deity also alluded to by the moon getting smaller. Instead of this being something which contradicts the idea that we're talking on the contrary, this this highlights the um, the third and deepest idea of Elul, the third of an deity. My whole being is my beloved. The moon is getting smaller, and I am becoming absorbed in one with my beloved. It's a very powerful. Aldreva concludes this harangan. Um Nervous speaking about such high levels of service of Hashem, and then Nervous says, "What do we need practically need to do?" You think after the, after this whole, you know, this this whole intro, practically Nervous is going to ask us, you know, to do something which is like impossible. Nervous says, "Practically, what should we do? Since we're on the Shabbos, uh, the first day of Rosh Chodesh El, we should encourage people, and 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 we should make a, a calculation of all the things we've done in the past year, and prepare for the coming year, all the five acronyms of El, and we should." Um, Continue what we spoke about in the previous Fabrengan, which was to um, every person should have three people to to um, every institution rather should have three people outside people of institution through whom they um, give a a accounting of what's going on in their institution so that by 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 discussing it with them and better by writing to them uh, sometimes also what they're doing how they're adding what they're doing. Um, in order to uh, check and make sure that they're 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 running running the way they're meant to be, and they're adding six, uh, um, continuously what they're doing, and this is um, especially relevant to the year of Hakel, and the, and the year of Tisamach, the year that Fabrengen was year of Hakel as as this coming year, and the year of Tismach, five seven four eight in Hebrew means to be joyful, to be joyful yourself, to cause others to be joyful, especially because there's only one month left to Hakel. And then there it says practically, 
uh, we should encourage people to do practically, besides what we said before about having those three people in each institution, and not just in each institution, I spoke about also um, uh, not just the institutions, but also in each individual should report to a vad of, of three people about what they're, where they are. So, practically, what should we do? Make an effort, Rebbe says, that every individual should try to, to give brachas, a man to a man, a woman to a woman, and also children, give brachas to people, to wish them a the good, sweet, good sweet year, whether you're talking to them face to face, whether there's something you're writing to somebody, whether you're write, it's a letter, whatever it is, any every opportunity should be used to give a bracha to another Jew for a sweet year. This is the Jewish custom, because since the king is in the field, and the king is in a state of where he's showing every Jew a beautiful face, a smiling face, and he's interested to hear our requests. That's why the king comes to the field. So, so we should use opportunity to add in God's blessings for the, the fulfillment of the requests of every single Jew and all they need physically and spiritually, and therefore continuously give brachas to each other and have opportunity. Then, it mentions we should also encourage people to check their tefillin and mezuzahs. It's a good custom to do this in the month of Elul. And this adds God's blessings in, in general, especially the blessing for the coming year, the good and sweet year. And we should make an effort also to publicize this. Besides doing this yourself, to any person you can reach, to tell them that they should also check their mezuzahs. May be Hashem's will that all the decisions that are made in the first day of Rosh Chodesh Elul should could bring down God's blessings for a good and sweet year in an open and clear way, both physically and spiritually, to every single Jew, man and woman, men, women and children, and all the Jewish people, and we should have the blessing of a good and sweet year already in the first day of Rosh Chodesh, the beginning of Elul, in the beginning of, mercy, of, the, of the month of mercy, in a way that Hashem adds to this, to this uh, decision of giving us a good and sweet year every single day of the month of Elul, until we reach the main bl- blessing and the innermost blessing, the true and complete Geula through Mashiach Tzakeinu. And th- then we will have the fulfillment of the words in the Torah, of that, of that Torah portion that we began reading last Shabbos, Look, I give you today a blessing in a perfect way. That God says to us, I look, I am giving this to you. That he's, there's a revelation of the essence of Hashem. Look, I am giving this to you. That Hashem Himself is revealing Himself to us. As the Torah says, when Mashiach will come, your, your master your, will not hide himself anymore. There will, will be the revelation of the essence of Hashem. And then we will fulfill the, the, the mitzvah of having policemen and officers in all of our gates as, as we're going through this coming Shabbos. As Hashem will renew the Jewish court, and this should happen to us immediately, mamish, and on this Shabbos, we should fill, we should merit to see the fulfillment of the prophecy, that every Shabbos, every Yerush everyone should come before Hashem, and visit the Beis Hamikdash, visit to Jerusalem, as it says in the Torah, the clouds will bring us to Jerusalem, Mashiach will come every Shabbos, every Yerush into Jerusalem, the holy city, the Beis Hamikdash, and the Kedish Kedoshim, speeding our days mamish, and should happen immediately, um, not without waiting even a blink of an eye. Oh, man. Ooh, I like that walk. Oh, man, I mean. yeah. Oh, Rebzevi came back. Um, yeah. So All right. One is to... I'm sorry. One is to... Um, Give every person a blessing. Two is to uh, check your fulfill the mitzvahs. The make an accounting of what we are in these five acronyms. What we're doing, what we need to get. Okay. And one of the things I mentioned is 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 to have a vat, to have a a committee. Uh, 
each institution should have an outside committee analyzing what, what, what's going on over there, make sure things are growing. And I think you mentioned also individuals as well. That you shouldn't just be by yourself, privately doing your own thing, but you should you should share with others what's going on in your life, besides having a spiritual mentor. All right, have a great day. Suras Tevis, a good Shabbos. Sivach Simatevah, give brachas to each other, right? Sivach Simatevah, Shantevah Musuka, Yonatan, Afreyach and Shabbos, Suras Tevis. I can't wait to see Yonatan in his blue jeans that he mentioned, that his wonderful heart that gets emailed out. I didn't see this, you gotta send this to me. Rural, rural Georgia. Ha, 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 ha.